magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number 509. Uh, We are recording on a Thursday because um, Eli has company coming tomorrow. You always have company. What is up with that? I I hate having company. Just tell him to go away. I don't know, man. It's probably up to you, huh? This is all uh, a Lindsay. Lindsay's mom wanted to stop by, spend the weekend with us. She's bringing her dog and I like, she has another dachshund. So when there's three dachshunds in my house, it's like a nonstop, like humpathon. That sounds, well, it sounds okay, actually. But um, (laughs) yeah, okay. So that's why we're going to record on Thursday. And then also just due to timing of everything, um, we have to stop. We have a hard stopping point in just over an hour. So we're going to try and keep this short and sweet. Um, which we never, we always fail to do when we try to do that. So we'll see what happens. But, this is uh, a big week, though. So strap in for it at minimum an hour. We talked uh, before the show. We said that if we go over because it's such a hard stopping time, Eli's just going to hang up on the whole thing. Yeah. So if everything abruptly stops, that's what happened, and we're going to add an explosion sound like the movie Speed. So just pretend Actually, that the podcast no, went speed, below fifty-five miles an hour. But that never happens in Speed. They they succeed in defusing it, the bomb. This is alternate alternate history speed the podcast. All right. And so if we hit if we hit four Eastern, uh, everything explodes. I think we're so the, just just a heads up. If that if everything stops, that's what happened. We're encroaching uh, on uh, film reroll territory. That that RPG podcast that we're talking about that uh, does tabletop RPG versions of movies. Uh huh. That That's done. a really cool idea. It's a very good episode, a very good podcast. Film reroll is one of my favorites. I've never even heard of it, but I like I that idea a lot. I fucking mentioned it to you no less than a dozen times on this very stupid podcast. Yeah. And? Well, all right. Well, welcome to Touch Arcade <laughs> Show, a podcast about nothing and sometimes iPhone games. How, how, how much of my information that I tell you have you absorbed? 100%. I bet you, you, 100%. <laughs> Um, so as we left, as with the cliffhanger ending of last week's episode was that there was going to be an Apple event on Monday, um, which there was, and, uh, we watched it actually, I forgot and watched it later because I'm an idiot like that. I should have set an alarm or something, but also Apple shouldn't have events on Monday. It just doesn't jive with me. Tuesday is, is money. Do you remember um, what our predictions were? I feel like we ended it with crazy predictions <laughs> and I don't remember what they were. Now. We didn't have absolutely no <laughs> idea what we predicted <laughs> i think our predictions just were like what all the rumors were they all, like new MacBooks all came true new airpods yeah I, I, yeah so basically all the rumors were true i think the new the only thing nobody had on their radar was multicolored homepod minis which was uh i don't know that's fine i'm i'm all for them making a range of colorful items and i i'm sad that the new macbooks that were announced don't come in anything but silver and slightly dark that was that was I thought when they were leading off the presentation with the HomePod colors, I was like, oh, well, this these are the MacBook colors too, like right, you know, because right, there's right. like five of them or whatever, and yeah, you know, in yeah. line with like what they've done with like Mac or uh, iMacs and you know similar yeah. stuff. So 
Yeah. Well, I still think that's coming. I think it's going to be the MacBook Air refresh because the iPod Airs or the iPad Airs are the um, a bunch of colorful colors or whatever. And even when you get with the iPhones, like regular iPhone is usually the brighter colors. And the Pro Series is like let a fewer number of colors, but like that you do get a few options. And so I kind of feel like a MacBook Pro fits into that category of like, okay, we can offer a few more like serious colors, I guess you could say. Yeah. But still, it's it's still disappointing that it's just the same two colors that we've had for a decade. And honestly, this, like they barely even differ from each other. It's like, oh, do you want a, a lighter I, silver oh. or a darker silver? Like yeah. it almost kind of seems dumb to offer the two colors. Yeah, I, I was going to show on camera because um, Pam has the silver air and I have the space gray. And like, they're, it's so hard to tell them apart. They're, it's it's such a subtle difference. And I think one thing I mentioned last week was like, I really wanted them to bring back black because you used to be able to get a black MacBook. Yeah. Um, and they're awesome. Or like a pure white. I guess that was back in the plastic days. But, um, you know, a black anodized, like, um, it's so dumb because even some of their other space grays, like space gray meant a range of things over the years. It's been a range of grays and blacks right. and whatever. Um, the space gray that's on current MacBooks right now is is barely darker than silver. Um, so I think it would be really cool if they offered just a much darker option. That's what I want. I want a laptop that's like black, basically. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm I'll, I'm keeping my space gray MacBook Air right now that I'm using now. I'm keeping it. Um, and then ordered the space gray new MacBook, and then I guess I can compare them. Oh, spoilers. And see. Oh, I get, I am getting ahead of myself. So, um, anyway, the point is being, I think there will be a MacBook Air refresh at some point, and I think that will be the colorful laptops. And then maybe the next iteration of Pros that come out like a year from now or whatever, um, there will be more options for serious Pro colors. Yeah. That's maybe. my guess. That's maybe. my guess. Or, but anyway, you know, the other thing they could potentially do is just roll out colors like later, you know, because like, yeah, um, you know, all the, the COVID shortages of everything like has to be impacting yeah. Apple somehow. I mean, even yeah. though they're very like, they're vertically, it like it's not a big deal. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're very vertically integrated. I'm sure they have like a lot of control sure. over their supply and stuff. But I mean, like sure. Sure. when you think of like how many SKUs go into like just having two colors, you know, with like all the multiple yeah. configurations and stuff like there's a lot of different things that you need to stock once you get into that sort of, right. You know, right. Sort of thing. So totally true. Um, but I do, I, that's my prediction for whenever is MacBook airline will have a range of colors. Yeah. Cause um, it, I mean, which dude, I think would be cool. And it's also kind of makes sense. Cause the, the MacBook airs are like starts at a thousand bucks. Yeah. How about that? You know what I mean? Like, which is, is pretty cool. So I think it's like, not. I feel like that's like the student laptop that yeah. every, you know, student gets. Yeah. But it's like not unprecedented for them to add colors later. Like they did like the iPhone red, like off cycle yeah. and things like that. You know, that's true. So. That's true. That how annoying is it going to be if two months from now they're like MacBook pro black. All right. I mean, if you really want a different color, there's a million options for getting like skins and shit for your, you know, laptop. I don't roll that way. I'm not skinning stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so the HomePod Mini Colors is a thing they announced. And then they announced AirPod 3rd Gen, which um, was also basically completely leaked. They look very similar to AirPod Pros, except they don't have the rubber tip. And they don't have noise canceling. But they do have the surround sound thing, spatial, yeah, audio, spatial audio. And um, they have, I don't know, a couple other little features. Um that are similar to the pro, 
but then they come in at 180 and then Apple's also still in. One of my questions was like, are they going to keep selling the second gen iPods with the longer stem or whatever? Yes, they are. Those are now 130. The AirPod third gens are 180 and then AirPod Pros are still around at 250, although they're frequently on sale. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of their little AirPods range, which I guess that's cool. The, the pro or the third gens they just announced, I could live without the noise canceling, although I like it now that I have it. And I, I, I it would be hard to go back. But I think if you were like in a position where it's like 250 is too much, but 180, I could spend that. Yeah. Um, to I me, think it, the third gens are nice, but the, the problem with me is they don't have the rubber tip. And that's the thing that keeps the AirPods yeah. in my ear because I have the terrible ears. I mean, it so, also, I, I really think it comes down to like what your typical use case is for those kind of things. Like if, you, if you're using them like as headphones on your desk, mm-hmm. um, then I think that, you know, noise cancellation is probably... You know, pretty optional. I mean, unless you work in a, yeah. a busy place or whatever, just like doing stuff around your house, mm-hmm. it's probably fine. But like my, um, you know, nowadays in COVID hell where we don't really go anywhere or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. My main use for my AirPods is like, you know, when I'm like cutting the grass or, yeah. you know, doing other stuff where like the noise cancellation is really huge. Cause like I, um, yeah. I'm actually on my third pair of AirPod pros. I keep replacing them because the Ooh. noise cancellation, um, We'll just yeah. randomly just start like getting like scratchy and screechy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've heard that problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they've um, indefinitely. Well, I don't know about indefinitely, but they keep extending the warranty of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, we're going on like year three of them replacing them for me without wow. it costing anything, which is unexpected and how do you, cool. how do you where, how do you go about doing that? Like through the Apple Store app or something? Yeah, I just um, yeah, I just use the support chat. And I'm like, hey, oh, little chat. you know, yeah. I, I've got AirPod Pros, like here's a serial number mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, noise cancellation on them is all wacky. Like I hear kind of like scratchy yeah. stuff and yeah. um, kind of like whistling when I've like put my finger anywhere near them and stuff. And they're yeah. like, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, um, you know, what's your address? We'll send you a box, uh, ship them in. We'll send you a new pair. No problem. Um, you send the old ones back? Yeah. 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 And they, well, that's pretty cool. Um, pretty quick. I mean, they overnight you that box, you send it, and then <clears> I think... As soon as they get it, they overnight your new pair. It took like less than a week to turn around entirely. But, so you were um, without AirPods for almost a week? Well, so I was using my normal, like my old school, no um, noise cancellation ones. And that's when it really hit me. Like what a huge difference it makes yeah. when you yeah. are using them like with the lawnmower going uh-huh. or you're like using the weed whacker yeah. or something like that. It's right. like very significant. Because I feel like yeah. I can keep the audio volume of the noise cancellation ones lower mm-hmm. than... The normal ones because you're you're overcoming yeah. noise with volume as opposed to overcoming noise with the actual the active noise yeah. cancellation stuff. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, <clears throat> so uh, another weird thing to mention is that um, along with you know it it reminded me that um, Apple used to do a pretty their their normal you know cycle was the iPhone announcement September and then October was their like music event remember yeah. that when it was yeah. like music focused yeah and iPods I, it dawned stuff. on me that this one was kind of music focused um sort of because they had the HomePod mini and then they had the AirPods and then they talked about Apple Music a little bit yeah what do you think um, about this like new five dollar a month Apple Music plan that seems really I thought it was I couldn't understand weird. what it was at first I was like what is this but then after I, I learned what it was I was like that's actually pretty cool um, so it's, it's a $5 tier of Apple music. Apple music's normally 10 bucks a month. Um, unless you're on like family plan or whatever. And, um, it lets you do 
you know, all the things you can do. You can um, ask Siri to play anything and she will and or he will, I guess, depending on your thing. But you can't um, actu- actively use like the Apple Music app to build playlists and stuff, right? Like you have to do everything through. Yeah, I, I, would have Siri. To, I would have to pull it up to look at the side by side specs because they did do something along those really lines. But, um, like this whole thing to it, me <laughs> reads like Apple, like really they ha- they paid some lawyers a million bucks to go through like their music licensing contract. And they're like, hey, you mm-hmm. know. It says if right you're using here, your voice to request things, yeah, well, no, I, there's no limit. Yeah, yeah, like my my theory was like they're doing some like very creative reading of their licensing contract to pay based on like if it was like internet radio instead yeah. of um, yeah. you know an active thing you could control because like right. I remember there was all this drama for the longest time with like Pandora paying way less than uh, yeah. other places to artists because they were technically operating through an internet radio license because they had. Uh, the end user had such limited uh, interactivity with like what Pandora would do. Like you could basically, because remember like classic Pandora, it was like you told it what song you liked and it would kind of like build a playlist around that. And you would eventually hear that song, but it wouldn't be the first thing that played or you couldn't like put that one song on repeat or whatever. And I'm really curious, like if this is like how this actually functions and if it's similar to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting point that um, maybe they found a way around all of the restrictions with licensing all the music and stuff. Um, but it, it's basically it's kind of like a um, like a casual tier of, of having Apple Music yeah. um, where you can tell Siri to play anything and on, on there and, and then Siri will play it. But you can't. Yeah, you can't download the music to your device, which you can do if you're a normal Apple Music subscriber um, and you can't listen to curated playlists or maybe just make your own playlist or something like that. There's a couple weird restrictions. It seemed like you couldn't make your own playlist, but you could listen to like a bazillion curated playlists. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Cause, cause that's uh, so uh, what I thought of when they were talking about all this stuff is that, okay, Apple must have a lot of data that, um, people just ask Siri to play songs all the time or something like that, or, you know, play happy music or you just generic sort of like requests like that, um, that they thought, Hey, let's let's add this to a tier of of Apple Music to let people that just want to do that stuff that aren't like hardcore looking for specific albums or bands or whatever or making all their own playlists and stuff like that. Um, and then it made me realize that I'm that's really similar to how I use um, Amazon's music through like the the Echo devices or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Is um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to avoid saying her name, the <laughs> A word, but um. You know, I'll say Aleka because that's what my toddler says, calls her. Um, but anyway, you know, we do that all the time with our li- the one in our living room where it's like, oh, Aleka, play this or whatever. And it's not like I need I ever go into the Amazon Music app and like set up a playlist or do any of that stuff or whatever. And occasionally you'll, you'll ask it to play something and it'll be like, oh, you can't play that. But you, you, if you subscribe to our premium music thing with yeah. all these extra songs, you can do it. And it's like four bucks a month or something. And I've always been like, eh. I'm okay. Well, if you I don't use think Spotify, I need to do that. you can have Spotify as the music provider of like the different uh, Amazon I don't use services. Spotify have Apple Music. There's your problem. Yeah. Spotify can can f off. Wow. As far as I'm concerned. So, but that's how um, I use Spotify. I mean, like I have like my playlist yeah. of like liked songs, which is basically the same dumb bullshit I've been listening to since I was like 14 yeah, right. years old. You know, and then mm-hmm. like aside from that, I'll have I'll just like search for like you know, like chill lo-fi or something like that, or, you know, yeah. like boat music yeah. or eighties music or whatever. And just like, yeah. you know, click the first thing that comes up. So yeah. realistically, I mean, like 
this would be pretty, you know, good functionality for me if I wasn't so into Spotify. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's a cool thing that, um, I think people are going to need the, the audience they're trying to target with something like that. I think is going to need to understand how it works first. You know what I mean? I think that's sort of a hurdle. Cause even I was sort of like, I'm not sure what this is. This, is this an extra $5 on your Apple music subscription already for something special or whatever? I didn't really realize it was like an entry level um, tier or, or whatever. But um, I think I once you really think that understand it, seems like it, they've positioned it as an entry level tier. Like, to me, it, it seems like it's going to create like a confusing user experience because people are going to be like, Maybe. oh, cool. Yeah, I want Apple Music. And oh, yeah, sure. I'll just get the cheap one. And then it's like, yeah. oh, well, I, but I want to like make a playlist. Like, why can't yeah, I do I can't that? Do like, all this stuff. It doesn't, yeah. it's like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how I'm sure it'll be fine, but it seems. Well, I'm wondering if it'll be along the lines of what um, Amazon does when you're like, hey, play this thing. And they're like, you know what? I can't. But if you want to subscribe to this thing for four bucks a month, I will mm, yeah. just say yes or whatever, you know. So maybe they have something like that set up being like, oh, I can't play this song, but I could if you want to subscribe to this thing for five bucks and then if you want to subscribe for more, there's this, or I don't know. I don't know how they'll do it, but I feel like that's a challenge. That's a hurdle to overcome. But I, I like the idea overall, I think yeah. of having this. So yeah. anyway, interesting thing. And then past all the music announcements and those littler things was what everyone else was expecting. The big MacBook pro announcements to M ones. And um, there was rumors to this, but it did turn out to be true. There's two, additional m1 processors now there's an m1 pro and there's an m1 max which um apple throws pro and max around in a lot of different ways and sometimes they don't always mean the same thing yeah that's and, what i was um, thinking with this no it's gonna make for some very confusing like naming conventions in the future like <laughs> I, if if m1 right. is what they're calling like their processors like mm -hmm. so what is is next year going to be M2 and M2 Pro and M2 Max, or is it going to be? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like M1 Ultimate or M1 Pro Extreme, or you know, like. Well, it's just like um, kind of dumb because in the iPhone world, Max means the big size, right? And I guess you could argue um, the big size, the 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 uh, CPU is bigger size yeah, in the like Mac. The so, you know what I mean? Larger. Like, you know, yeah, so that, that but no, sense. your average person's not going to know or care about that. Yeah. Um, to them, they hear iPhone max. That's the big phone. iPhone pro max is the big pro version or whatever. So there's no M one pro max. That doesn't make sense. Unless <laughs> is there going to be a MacBook pro max? That's like a, a 20 inch Go laptop the, or the something 17 like inch that. form factor. Remember that? Yeah. Big dog. So I don't know. I feel like I hate that they used that. I feel like, you could have been like, here's the M1 Pro. It goes in our Pro devices. And here's the different levels of Pro. Here's the top tier one that does all the stuff that the Max does, that the, the regular Pro doesn't. I feel like it's I, that's less confusing to me, but maybe I'm just an idiot. And I feel like they have some marketing people somewhere that are like, oh, the Max name will sound great. I don't know. So, But whatever the case, um, these are both well outperforming the regular M1s, which is already a star performer in this this space and kind of turned everyone's heads when they were announced a year ago. So um, Apple, and Apple does what Apple does with their marketing and there's charts and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. like, of course, all their charts look like amazing. We're outclassing everything in the world ever, um, which well, so, is fine. But, but it, 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 what was interesting though about this, these specific charts is if you notice on the bottom, um, mm -hmm. there are a few people on Twitter that pointed this out, was that, they actually like cite the computers that they're benchmarking against. And they're like oh, really? very high end, like top end kind of like gaming mm. uh, laptop sort of things that have yep. really 
like the highest end video card that you can buy. So like, yeah. Yeah. you know, this time around it, because like typically it'd be like, oh yeah, and look, we're like 20 times faster than Android. Check it out. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. cool. What does mm-hmm. that even mean? Um, yeah. But this this is pretty impressive, I think, like across the board. It the is. Performance <clears throat> I think the regular M1 stuff was impressive too. And I think the key thing to understand is not like, these are our own Apple chips and they do things that other chips can't do. It's that, Hey, we can reach this level of performance with this much power. And it takes the other guys way more power to get to where at or whatever. But I mean, you know, those, those lines do converge eventually where it's like Apple's performance will kind of peak and you could, you could match it with other, you know, chips, but at much, much, much higher wattage. So I think Apple's whole thing is like, dude, we made these chips that are, that sip energy, which is super important in a portable thing like a laptop. And that's why they get 20 hour battery life and no other laptops are even competing with that in any way. And when you have a normal laptop, it's like, when it kicks into overdrive because it needs to tax the CPU or GPU or something like that, then your battery is just yeah. dying. And, and your fans you know what I mean? Are it's like, like almost a joke. Mode. So yeah, yeah. So it's like that's where I think Apple is shining. Really, it's not just the overall performance; it's what they do at the power levels that they do, and that's what everyone else is going to be catching up to over the next couple of years. But it's yeah. not like AMD and Intel don't have similar sort of. You know, they're not they're going down that same path, too. Well, but it's but interesting as of right to now, me. everyone Intel and AMD are just like, well, mostly Intel, but they're just like throw more watts at the thing. Yeah. And that's how we compete. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it but it's it's crazy impressive what Apple's been able to do with their own chips. Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, so this this is, you know, the M1 Pro and the M1 Max is a, like extreme generational leap over what the other processor yeah. manufacturers are doing. And it really makes me wonder yeah. if. um like what can we can expect in the future with with this? Like if yeah, if because you know it seems like with the iPhone, it was like yeah, stuff's getting faster, but it's not like mm-hmm. you you know we've mentioned this before. It's like you don't have like the iPhone three G to three GS kind of like speed boost. Seems like it happened right, much right, right, It's right. like oh yeah, it's a little bit faster, but it's not like uh-huh. your old one is slow, right? And it make, makes me wonder right. like what that threshold is going to be with these. Like if we saw that kind of like you know, like evolutionary leap, like right now, or mm-hmm. if like, we're going to expect this like every year until they hit kind of like a similar threshold that Intel has kind of been at where it's like, mm-hmm. well, we just kind of like, can't really push more power through these and mm-hmm. everything else, you know? So I'm really curious to see what the future brings with this platform. Cause I don't know, it's like undeniable that it's, it was the right move for them to, you know, go to their oh, own yeah. processors, you know? So, so much. Um, and yeah, and, and it's kind of the same deal with their phones where they're like, we make our own chips for that. We control the software, we control the hardware, yeah. and we control the internals and everything is, we get better performance because of that. Um, and now they're starting to see that in their laptop lines and stuff and their computer lines. So yeah, um, yeah it's pretty crazy. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, so we did this before where we have both been burned on buying a MacBook Pro. Yes. We've both been Extreme. like, oh man, I'm, I I bought a very expensive laptop and it's supposed to be the best in cl- class for all this stuff, whatever. And we both get them and then using them within uh, six months or something like that, you realize this thing can't do the shit I need it to do. And it it's not even that demanding of the stuff I need to do. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so we both were in that spot where we had been burned by the quote unquote pro. Um, 
you know, well, performance it, of a MacBook Pro. It all came down to like us preferring the smaller size version of the MacBook. Like yeah. I, I always really, yeah. I always vastly preferred the 13 inch form factor, the 15 and yeah. 17 inch and stuff like that. And mm-hmm, previously, mm-hmm, um, and, and what I love about this, um, generation of Apple laptops is there's really like no performance difference between yes. the, the, the two, you know, and, and the, right. that's, that's what ended up roasting us was that the 13 inch that, that we both bought did not have a dedicated video card in it. Instead it had, mm-hmm. you know, like the Intel Iris 500 or whatever. So when it came to like encoding video or doing, you know, like all sorts of stuff that would be no sweat if you had like a real video card, it was like, Oh, this is, majorly constrained on this computer that has this like fake little onboard thing that can't do anything in real time. Yeah. Um, Cause I remember that was like was, a big, if, if you, if you're in a pinch and you need to fry bacon though, this laptop oh, yeah. can do that now for real. Cause I, I remember that was like around the time where we were like trying to like get involved more with like streaming and stuff. And like your computer just yeah. like straight up could not do it, you know, <laughs> was like, no, um, uh, yeah. Which was crazy because like at the time you had like, you know, like a two year old MacBook pro that like could not, right like live stream video because it was not capable of <laughs> compressing 1080p video in real time. Whereas like, yeah, if you had a real video card, that would just be part of the function of the video card and it would just work. And right, 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 right. So, but that, and that's I can like, only imagine somebody that, that that's their entire job is like video encoding or mm-hmm. whatever, you know what I mean? Like it works in the film industry or something like that, that yeah. bought one and was like, man, this thing sucks. So, um, anyway, <clears throat> We've both been burned before, and then um, that was a big uh, reason why I got um, the Air the last time around, too, was because I was like, the Air seems powerful enough for anything I need to do lately. I don't need a pro. Um, And so um, I think we both joked last week. We were like, okay, if they announce new MacBook Pros, you know, I'm waiting I'm, we've, we've, we've been tricked by the early reviews before and all the dazzling charts and stuff like that. I'm waiting at least six months to find out if these things are actually good or not. And then both of us like idiots pre-ordered day one. Um, so whatever, we'll see, we'll see how these things are. I don't think, I think they'll be good though. I I don't think we're going to get burned like we did before because I feel like Apple has learned from their mistakes before and even learned from the M1 the last year's generation of laptops or whatever, yeah. they've opened these guys up to more RAM, the ability to use more RAM, um, opened up with more cores for everything. And and you can really, like you, you pointed out, you can configure either size with any of the options Yeah. because before it used to be like, Oh, you want this crazy, you know, uh, a million core GPU and CPU set up or whatever. Um, you can only do that in like the 16 inch version or the 17 inch version or whatever. Well, so um, what's funny is like specifically on their website for this, for like the features of this new laptop, they've got like one of the comparisons they offer is like our old laptop, which is the 13 inch MacBook Pro with Intel Iris Plus. So arguably mm-hmm. better than what we had. And so mm-hmm. the, the M1 Pro uh, is 9.2 times faster at rendering video and doing video stuff. And the Max <laughs> is 13.4 times faster. So yeah. like like this kind of stuff is really just night and day, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's really kind of incredible to see it. Cause like, I don't know, like I was expecting it to be like, Oh yeah, it's a little bit better. You know, like here's, here's the new form factor or whatever. Like, um, not like this sort of like everything across the board is just way, 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 way better. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Hopefully it's not all 
smoke and mirrors and that we're getting tricked into buying something I, I think that's it'll not be good. up to the because, task. Like, I, this to yeah. me seems like a like a real kind of like rewind of where they've sort of gone over the um, last few years with Apple laptops. And like right. I've seen a lot of people um, trying to make like a, a correlation here with like, uh, you know, Johnny Ives leaving mm-hmm. um, Apple and like that. And this being potentially like the result of not having him steering all the design stuff with the argument being yeah. like, which, you know, kind of seems reasonable. Like previously it was like Apple's laptops were very much like a form over function sort of thing with mm-hmm. like them making a lot of sacrifices over the years that like really don't take into account too much of like how people actually use their laptops but rather just kind of being like, oh, well, look how sleek this is. There's only like two yeah, holes right. on the side of it kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, right. okay, well, right. I use lots right. of shit and now you want me to buy yeah. like, a half dozen dumb little dongles to right. like connect my stuff because you've decided that, you know, I no longer am allowed like a HDMI port or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was another rumor that came true um, too, actually is that they added ports back after taking them all away for the last five years or well, whatever. Um, and they brought MagSafe charging back, which I said on Friday, I was like, if it just has MagSafe, I'm buying it. Oh, yeah, laptop. Yeah. I don't even care about anything else. Um, so they have a new MagSafe and it's a a new version of it that can actually support like quick charging and stuff like that. Although, um, there is actually limitation or a difference between the sizes that I I saw after the fact, which was, um, you can only, so on the 14 inch model, you can, um, do the quick charge with the MagSafe or the Thunderbolt port. Um, with the 16, you can only do the quick charge with only the MagSafe or whatever, um, which that's not a huge thing, but that kind of, I guess the battery's too big to handle that yeah, or there, something there like, was that, like or Thunderbolt. One other thing that um, came out with like power differences in the two, like Mac rumors just before we yeah. started posting, like posted something about how like the 16 inch has something called like high power mode, but no one really knows mm. what that means yet. Yeah. Um, Interesting. The 14 inch doesn't. Yeah. And, with the, and the assumptions I mean, like right now, maybe that means like, you know, it can, it can just cool better. So like, you know, when it's plugged in and everything, right. it can potentially run at like a higher sustained, like, I don't know, top end or whatever, but yeah. Yeah. I, don't really I, care. I these things will come out and there's bound to be differences because the thing is physically larger and, and has a bigger battery and can yeah. be more capable of whatever. But, um, I think like just it, at least at the, on the basic level, it's not like, Oh, you want the 14 inch model? Like max you can have is one USB port or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they've done things like that before where it's like, Oh, if you want all the ports, you got to get the the bigger pro or whatever. So, yeah, so I guess the update <clears throat> of the story. So like the, um, if you're like the Mac OS beta right now for the 16 inch mm. mentions this thing called high power mode, which, um, mm. gives you the warning. Your Mac will optimize performance to better support resource intensive tasks. This may result in louder fan noise, the new mode mm. or yeah. And then they say that, like the new mode is not likely for typical use cases, but instead when users may be rendering larger files or graphically intensive tasks, it may require yeah. boosting performance. Probably nothing we'll ever touch, but yeah, I mean, interesting I to know it's there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not too concerned about it. I mean, like the, I'm extremely happy with the performance differences that they posted over, <clears throat> you know, the old stuff yeah. considering like, yeah, particularly when they're using like the M one as the benchmark. Cause like the M one was basically yeah. faster than my, like, extremely top-end Intel processor yeah. that's in my laptop yeah. right now, you know, so. 
Yeah, I've I've had no complaints about the performance or battery life of the M1 that I've had since December. Not even a full year yet, but still, like even in that time, it's been like, this is what I've always wanted. I've never had to like stop and think about mm. it. Like, oh crap, I gotta get a battery pack, or I gotta make sure I have my charger or whatever. Like, I know that I can run this thing all day and then plug it in at night, and then it'll be fine all day yeah, tomorrow cool. or whatever. Um, yeah, the and so although you know not everyone has been happy about the ports that have been added, you know, like the, the um, Apple curmudgeon yeah. community has been working uh, <laughs> overtime, uh, well, upset that the HDMI port is only HDMI 2.0 and not 2.1. So what that uh, means is that the, actually is kind of a big deal if you're a big HDMI person. Well, it isn't. It isn't though. I mean, like so. Right. So the difference between HDMI 2.0 and 2.1 is this um, HDMI port on here will be limited to 4K at 60 hertz, as opposed to like the new spec is 120. But um, there's a couple interesting things that come into play in this. The first is that the the thing very likely has four lanes for Thunderbolt. And Thunderbolt is 40 gigabit Mm -hmm. per second right now. And HDMI Mm 2.1 is 48. Mm -hmm. So the potentially like can't deliver the amount of data that hdmi 2.1 would need and yeah. it's likely that the fourth lane that like this is on the sd card reader is on and like the camera is on and stuff like that like yeah. it's probably sharing that bandwidth with a bunch of stuff and just like doesn't have enough to go around like even if it yeah. was capable of just one port but yeah. it, like it raises a question of what would be the use case scenario where yeah. <laughs> you would need um you know what would you be doing on your computer I guess more specifically, what would most people be doing on their computer that they would be bummed that they don't have 120 frame rate support on HDMI out? Because like, I, I think it would have to be like it pretty specific, but also like if you're in the film industry or you're in like a, a movie or TV or, or something like that, where you're recording 4K 120, you're playing it back on your laptop and editing it on your laptop 4K 120, and then you need to output it to another screen for other people to see at the same speed that you're editing at on your yes, laptop or something like that. But that's like, like I said, pretty most small use case. Video content is, is 24 frames per second though. Like that's the thing. Like anyone using this in like a film yeah. capacity, very likely is just like outputting it to standard 4k kind of thing. Like it just doesn't, yeah. I don't, and like, you know, know, so at that point, like you're using HDMI port to play like games on like a high, yeah, high refresh rate monitor but even then like that seems like why wouldn't you use thunderbolt to like display port or something yeah um i mean i have my new tv has um hdmi 2.1 or whatever um because the xbox the series x i can do it 4k 120 and um so like in my case it'd be like well if i if i had anything that's 4k 120 on my computer and wanted to run to my tv theoretically i could but can't you know what i mean it'd have to stick to 4k 60 but it's just i don't know like to me it seems like worrying about like such a future facing problem that like by the time yeah. that you have like you're gonna the, get a new laptop in. yeah like like by the time because you need like a bleeding edge like new tv right now to do 4k 120 yeah. and like the hdmi 2.1 right. spec is like uh on very few things and like personally like i don't i mean i've had my xbox and tv that works with the Xbox for like a year now. And I don't think I've even seen 4k 120 and anything that I've done on it, you know? Yeah. And I don't I know where like you would a, get a handful of games that even support it. Yeah. I don't know where you get a 4k 120 movie from. Like, I don't know if any exists yeah. or anything like that. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like it's just, it, it seems like grumping for the sake of grumping because like 
What? To me, well, yeah. I People know. on the internet are grumping for no reason. I just think that like 99.9% of the use that the HDMI port will get is like plugging yeah. into like the, the HDMI cables dangling in the middle of the conference room table to hook up to a projector, right? Like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's like the use case here. And I, H- I'm going to, I have rubber covers for those things. I'm covering it up. I'll never use it. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know what I mean? You know like what? I very just, doubtfully will. I'm use just going to get, uh, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get some JB weld and I'm just going to plug just it up. I don't fill even it. care. I, I don't even want to yeah. know it's there. I'm just going to fill it up and sand it down and spray paint it uh, space gray and do a little bondo work like i'm fixing the car <laughs> apple offers space gray spray paint <laughs> yeah. but what, uh, what excites me about the the new sd card port as um someone that and, and you know again i saw a lot of people being like oh sd card who gives a fuck like i'm not a you know i'm not a photographer or whatever but um, what was cool about having the SD card slot and I always eyeballed these things, but I never got one myself because like, um, you know, micro SD cards have only recently gotten fairly reasonable. Uh, they used to yeah. be really expensive, you know, is, um, there were a bunch of different manufacturers that made these little gizmos that were like, um, it, it would be like a flush fit sort of thing that you could put in yeah. that slot and put a micro SD card in it. So you could right. effectively have like an extra terabyte of storage on your computer, yeah. Uh, but just in this, you know, kind of like flush mount micro SD sort of thing that just like permanently stays in your SD card slot, which I think right. is pretty cool. Right. I mean, cause like, you know, if you, you know, going on a trip or someone wanted to like load your computer up with movies, but you didn't like spring for the bigger hard drive, like that's a really mm-hmm. expandable sort of thing Useful that, thing. you know, is yeah. it's reasonably priced and everything too. Right. Um, right. So I don't know. I think, you know, that, that stuff's cool. Yeah. I, I think for the, for me, I've grown to learn to live with the our USB-C only you know future um and then the the ports they added back on here it's still it's not that different it's three thunderbolt ports which okay. is effectively USB-C ports and then um the SD card reader is something that I've used more frequently than other things and I have a little reader Yeah, I've got this dumb of, little reader thing that Yeah. kind of I booty so on the regular um that'll be handy to be able to shove a SD card in there right into the computer. Um, I do, I am happy about that. And then the MagSafe is like everything to me. Like I, I I wanted that back so bad. So I've been bummed ever since they got rid of that. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. That was just like, so, I mean, I don't have, you know, kids or anything. So it's a very rare use case where like my power cord is getting yanked, but like, yeah, you know, like that, that definitely saved my bacon in the past a couple of times where I like got up and didn't realize that like, you know, it was like tripping over the power cord or whatever. I was like, oh, just yeah, I'm done. Cool. I've I've yanked mine off in my living room when it's on the coffee table and plugged in um, just from getting up. And even even knowing it's there and trying to be careful, sometimes you still whatever. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, I have carpet in there and it's never done anything terrible. But if you were the same scenario on a kitchen island or something like that, like you're probably breaking your computer. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I love the MagSafe. I'm so happy it's back. Um, bring it back to all their laptops, the whole line. Um, so anyway, uh, so the air, the M one air I bought last year that I got in December, um, at that time I had traded in my MacBook pro for credit and, um, I'm sure I talked about this on previous mm-hmm. episodes, but, um, and they gave me a surprisingly good return. Like it's, it was not like you probably could have made more selling it privately, but not like a, a hundred or 200 bucks more, not like significant. So, um, it actually ended up being really cool when I bought this laptop in December is that um, 
it all came out to with the the trade in value of my oh and that was the pro that for so long was telling me the battery was going to explode yeah, entire yeah. and I had to take it in to be serviced or yeah, whatever I remember, which like, nobody your computer, like you probably would not be able to sell it without like lots of caveats, which would have like killed its value on the secondary market. Yeah. Right? And then anytime you take something like that to Apple to have them fix it, it's just stupid amounts of money yeah. too, where it's like, Hey, you might as well buy a new one. Yeah. So, um, I, I feel really fortunate that I was able to get the, the credit I was for it and that nobody said anything about the, the problem yeah. with the battery. Hopefully. Yeah. That's always kind of driven um, me nuts about Apple laptops is like helping like friends and family and stuff that like have had issues with them mm-hmm. where it's like very clearly like, Oh, well, you just need the logic board on this is fucked and like bad news. There's one part inside this computer. So, yeah, you know, right. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, in order to get the M1 air, um, out the door with tax and everything was 600 bucks, which I, at the time I was like, dude, getting a Mac laptop for 600 bucks. Like, obviously it's a weird situation cause I'm trading in an, a previously very expensive MacBook pro that I had for a few years or whatever. But, um, you know, on the surface, it's like, cool, I got a new laptop on the way for 600 bucks. And then I went, when these came out, I was like, okay, let me see what the trade-in is on this thing um, less than a year later. And it's it's 670 which um, was more than I paid for it. So I was like, cool. Like, I'm actually – Apple basically You're is giving gaining, me money to value. have used their computer for the last 10 months, um, which I thought that was kind of a cool deal. But then I pulled back. Um, and decided I'm going to give this M1 Air to um, my wife and then her regular Intel MacBook Air that I bought her in 2018, which is still not that old. Um, I'm using that for the trade-in instead. The trade-in was a little less. It was like 400-something for that yeah. one. Oh, it's still um, worth but, it to keep the other computer over like 200 bucks. I mean, like... Oh, for sure, for sure. I think so, too. And so um, so she should be set for a while with the old M1, and so it's, it's finding a good home. But... Um, yeah, it brought it even just that 400 bucks brought the price of the pro down a lot too. Um, I mean, these things aren't super cheap to, to, to begin with. And I had talked with you a little bit in chat when they came out where I was like, I don't really know what to do because I feel like I've lived my life with this M1 that's nothing super special and have never ran into a problem with doing anything I want to do. And so I was looking at the very base model of the 14 inch pro and being like, can I get by which is base everything? Yeah. Um, and that includes the, the biggest concession I think I made with the air was that I went from a two terabyte SSD in my pro to 512 in this air. And, uh, that was kind of a struggle. I had to really figure out things to get rid of and my photos and music and everything lives in the cloud now and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. which I was not never comfortable with before. So, um, but I've made it work and, um, made the 512 be big enough. And so, that's the base space of the 14 inch base model pro. Um, so I was like, could I continue living life with 512 and have it be enough? Or should I take this opportunity to kind of go a little bigger at least? Yeah. Um, and then the base, uh, CPU is eight core. Um, that's what the M one regular I'm running right now has, you know what I mean? And so in the end I ended up bumping up just a couple of things which was um, bumping up from that eight core to 10 core, I think. Um, because I was like, you know, if I'm going to get a pro, I might as well have it be at least somewhat pro spec wise over my current laptop. I feel yeah. like it should be better. You yeah. know what I mean? Even if I don't necessarily need it. Um, and then I did bump up to um, a one terabyte SSD and a, uh, I bumped up to 32 gigs of RAM because the air I have right now has 16. It hasn't really been a problem, but 
you know, I feel like I know this, this pro I'm buying, I'm going to keep for more than a year, like this laptop now. So I'd like to be at least a little future proof with it. So, um, anyway, that's where I ended up. And, uh, I don't know. It's not as cheap as the air was, but it'll be fine. Apple card makes it all so easy. They do 12 months, no percent financing. I, I makes don't know. it too easy to buy stuff like me personally like i don't really have a problem spending a lot on uh my computer and my phone because, yeah you, like, you juiced yours up pretty good yeah i got so i, I went with the, the 14 inch with the max processor mm-hmm. 32 gigs of ram and then two terabytes of storage so i i had not spend quite you didn't go 64 gigs of ram i can't believe you no because like i don't know i don't like nothing i do <laughs> Like I'm in that that, that spot like where it's almost like, no use case for that right now. Yeah, it's for like 16 gigs seems like not enough for like the shit I do, but like 32 is totally fine, and 64 is like yeah. totally overkill. Um, Look, and, I need to run four 4K monitors at the same yeah. time while also encoding all those video streams. Yeah, I, I don't um, think you would need it. So I don't know. Like, like to me, I think like the upgrade to like the best processor was like 300 bucks, and I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. well, but. Sure, whatever. That yeah, it seems right, neat right, right. to be able to get that in the smaller form factor. So let's give it a go. Um, right. So I don't know. I'm 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 stoked to get it. Um, yeah. Because you know my my current laptop is like it's in hovercraft mode right now. Uh, yeah. Just doing this. <laughs> um, the battery actively drains when I'm doing anything. Like it's not charging now, and the battery is yeah. going down at about one percent every thirty seconds or so. It really sticks out once you get. With with the M1 Air that I got last year, it, it was like night and day, like instantly, yeah. where you're like, oh, I'm, I, it's 2 p.m. and I feel like I need to be plugged in, or you know, whatever, or I should be hearing the fans doing this certain task or whatever, and like all that stuff goes away. And the biggest one for me that was really hard to adjust to was um, not feeling the heat of the laptop. Oh where yeah, that you that... would get used to the heat of the Intel ones, where you're like, oh, I'm, yeah, that's right, I'm doing something. And it's it's heating up. So yeah, that was because kind of funny about. Um, I, I very specifically remember when I got my um, very first Intel MacBook Pro, and they, mm-hmm. and they swapped mm-hmm. out processors. You know, it was like unbearably hot. Like it would burn your lap if you tried to do anything yeah. that was on your lap. You know, and yeah. I, I remember contacting Apple support about that. I was like, man, you know, I think there's something wrong with the cooling on my laptop. Like it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I should not be getting this hot. And they're like, mm-hmm. and you know, I had this like big back and forth with them that were, they were like, got all pedantic about it. And they're like, well, it's not technically a laptop. It's a mobile computer. And like, you know, it's like, you know, it gets, <laughs> do not touch it with your yeah, skin. <laughs> it's like, it gets hot when you're using it and all this stuff. And you know, it's not meant yeah. to be made on your lap. It's just, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. Well, cool. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Neat. And you know, it really hasn't gotten a whole lot better over the years. No, um, so I'm excited about this like new no fan future that uh, everyone claims yeah. to, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it sounds dumb, but I would like I would put my, uh, you know, I'd go to grab my computer or something like that, and it would I'd be like concerned it was cold, hmm. and I'd be like, is something wrong? And it's like, no, it's just not hot. You're just used to grabbing a yeah. hot computer all the time. But um, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a hard time rationalizing spending a bunch on like a nice computer, a nice phone, because like, you know, if, if I, True. if I computed like my, like cost per use or cost per hour yeah. use, those are your things, two most used items. Oh anymore. my God. Like it's probably the cheapest thing I actually own, like doing it right. that way. You know what I mean? Like totally true. You know, like I have a yeah. car that's sitting on my driveway right now that I use once a week to go to the grocery store, you know, like kind yeah, of thing, right, you right, know, right. and that, um, yeah. 
I don't know. It was it was tempting for me though because if I went base the whole way with the trade in credit, it would have been like thirteen hundred bucks, which yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty cheap, but um, you know, whatever. So uh, well, so the anyway, other stuff think, on on the Mac with like so what was crazy about this presentation was when they announced the um, it was like it was like I was I was watching this and I was like going through the stages of that like that Vince McMahon gif where you know his like mm-hmm, eyes get all big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And or, you know he, he looks up he surprised. Over in your chair. And his eyes get all big, yeah. and then yeah. you know his, dro- his jaw drops and he falls over. Like that was me watching this because it was like mm-hmm. um, when they're like, "Oh, cool, we'll check it out. We've got the pro uh, processor, and like it's so much faster." I was like, "All right, yeah, cool, I'm in." And then they showed the Max, and I was like, "Fucking awesome, let's do it!" Like this is <laughs> this is amazing. And then when it was like, "Oh, and guess what? You can get both. Like you can get the top end configuration, the 14 inch." I was like jaw on the floor and then when they got into oh and guess what like it also has a 120 hertz screen and you know a better better camera on it and all this stuff i was like that's when i was like flipping over backwards it was just like those feel like uh what took you so long type additions where it's like okay we've needed a 1080p front camera for a really long time yeah um well and and it does the the promotion stuff yeah well it does the the I believe it does the same shit that like the iPad does now where it'll kind of like intelligently put you in the center of the frame. No, I think somebody mentioned that, that it doesn't actually do that. Oh, and doesn't? they were like, Oh it yeah. I mean, it sounded uh, like it did like as part of there was an article, you know how things are after an Apple event. There was an article that was like, Oh, here's all the reasons the Mac new MacBook pros are terrible. And I was oh, like, yeah. okay, I'm going to hate, I'm going to hate read this. And, um, but that was one of the points, which was, um, it was like, why does Apple have this cool, feature that seems really useful and everyone seems to talk about and like on the iPads where it follows you around during a FaceTime yeah. call. I guess they don't have that. Oh, uh, the... okay. So yeah, th- that's uh, the reason I thought that is cause like they, they refer to the camera as like something different, like the, the mm-hmm. I don't know, like uh front row camera or something silly like that. And I yeah. Was like, oh, okay. That yeah. must mean like that's, that's what that is. Um, but you know what? So unfor- I mean, that'd be a cool thing, but whatever. I'm not like, I feel like if you're at your laptop on a video call, you're probably sitting down at a Zoom call or something like that. You yeah, know? you're not moving um, around as opposed to like, whereas an iPad, your, you your feels, and... to me at least, feels more normal to like have on a stand yeah. in your kitchen and you're walking around and talking to your family or doing something like that. I guess you can do that with a laptop too, but um, so I don't know. That's not a huge loss to me, but I did think that was kind of odd. That seems like a feature that should be like in everything they do or whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, it seems I'll, I'll weird take to a, not use like that same sensor bar from like the you know the iPad or iPhone or has like you know Face ID and like the face tracking and like all that fun stuff. I think it's too thick. I think maybe. it's too thick because um, even though these you can tell just by the photos the lids are a touch thicker than like what the current Airs are now or whatever. They're still thinner than an iPad. So I think that's probably the problem is that if it was iPad thick. That would be weird. Yeah. That would be too thick, I think, for a lid. So that's probably the whole reason right there. These don't Maybe, have but, you know, again, it comes down to one of those things where it's like, you know, I've said it over and over again. Like, I am more than happy with the thickness of stuff now. You know, like, yeah. if, if you guys, if they were like, hey, well, the, the monitor's two millimeters thicker, but we added, like, the full, yeah. like, front-facing camera suite of the iPhone, and it does yeah. all this cool shit, I'd be like, great, awesome. You know, you can... I agree with you for the most part, but also I feel like a laptop lid, you would notice if it was as thick as an iPad. That would be weird. Maybe. But they they probably could find a way to do it. Remember how laptop lids used to be? I mean, like no one was like, oh, this fucking lid's too thick. I don't know if they're ever as thick as an iPad. Because you have to be able to lift it with one finger. I almost closed my whole laptop. My Um, iPad Pro is not like super thick. I don't think that would be like that crazy to, you know. 
Pretend. Lay it on your laptop and pretend to lift it with one thumb. I, I really don't think it'd be. You'd video. turn something off if you did that. So, um, so anyway, but yeah, uh, it, it, I'll I'll take what they gave us, which was the 1080p upgrade, which is a, a better than what all their stupid front-facing cameras have been so far. And then um, the 120 screen is obviously going to be awesome. And mini LED, which I think was a um, a long a rumor for a long time, which is what the newest iPads have too, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, so. Uh, hang on. Uh, so what was interesting to me is that like their screens are so high resolution for um, the high refresh rate because like typically in a lot of laptops um, mm-hmm. that have high refresh rate um, screens, it's like, oh, this is limited to 1080p or you know, maybe like mm-hmm. 1440p or something like that, as opposed to like, I think these are fairly way higher than that. I don't remember what the actual. I think so, too, though. To I think you're right. The resolution is on their specs but i don't know this extremely apple just be like oh it's the retina xdr don't worry about it your eyes are gonna love it yeah um here you go 30 3024 by 1964 yeah so it's higher higher resolution than than most typical uh laptop displays like the the razor one's 165 hertz but it's only uh 3025 or 2565 1440 i think it is yeah. So I was really yeah, surprised yeah. by that. Like I, I thought that when they, when they announced like the higher refresh rate, I was like, oh, well that means probably going to take a dip in resolution, but it doesn't really matter because retina display anyway. And like, yeah, sure yeah, enough, yeah. like it was, uh, you know, not. So that's yeah, really cool. That's me. really cool. Um, one of the contentious rumors was last minute rumors was that these are going to have a notch. Yeah. And this was like a serious 11th hour, like morning of rumor, Dude, right? 11th Where, hour rumor. Um, it turned out they do have a notch because, um, they've expanded where the screen is. So there's thinner bezels on the sides and top and bottom, but then the, the top to, in order to have the camera array and stuff has a notch similar to like an iPhone. Um, but they've also engineered Mac OS to know that. And so effectively where the notch is just becomes your toolbar anyway. Um, which kind of seems fine to me it seems like i don't mind that at all and then from if you look at all the example images of them running software on these new laptops um they all respect where the notch is and it's just yeah. a black bar well yeah and so I've it's seen, sort of like not um, different than having a bezel up there like you did anyway yeah i don't see why people make such a big deal out of the notch thing i, I think it's just one more thing to be mad about because it's easy to be mad at i guess on. but like i saw but, um, um the uh, someone getting retweeted a lot that was like one of the like Apple UX leads or something like that. There's yeah. already all this documentation for like, hey, here's how to build a Mac app to be respectful of where the notch is and all this stuff, which is really no mm-hmm. different from like how the uh, how the iPhone works right now. You mm-hmm. know, where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, yeah. just be aware of this. this is a thing. Just design around it. It's no big deal. And I mean, yeah. honestly, like when I look at my phone now, like I don't even really like see the notch. It's just like, no, yeah, know. everyone makes such a big deal of it, but I don't, you don't notice it at all until somebody screws up and covers yeah. something with it. And but, it's like when you watch a movie or something on it, like it just doesn't take the notch and do like it just kind of moves stuff over. So you don't yeah. even, like you don't have notched movies or whatever. And it looks like the same yeah. way when you do anything in full screen on this. So yeah, I, don't know, I think so whatever. too. I think it, it's going to be a a non issue for everyone, but they want to be mad about something, well, and, so be mad about like, the notch watch uh, my prediction on this is like inside of six to eight months like every single pc laptop is going to have a notch it's just a lot like it's like exactly like how um you know they made fun of the the iphone so much having a notch and it was like oh every android phone just has the same shit now 
that's yeah that's true of everything apple does it gets ridiculed is yeah. like eventually everyone else does it too so like when samsung uh, ran that like huge ad campaign about how they still had a headphone jack and then like the next generation yeah. of phone they killed the headphone jack like yeah. literally the next the next version yeah, yeah. Um, um the spatial so audio i was not expecting like to to pack like yeah. a six speaker system into these that... i was really stoked when they were talking about this the speaker stuff because yeah. uh I've always thought, actually, most of my Mac laptops have sounded pretty good for what they are. You know yeah. what I mean? But um, it's gotten noticeably better in the last few generations, I think. So, yeah, that'll be really cool. And watching the the screen looking so nice, like watching movies and stuff on your laptop, I feel like will be a pretty good experience. Yeah. Um, and then it'll support if you pair them with AirPods and stuff like that. It supports all that stuff, too. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like how they brought not only do they bring the function keys back, too. I like that they're like the full oh, height right. keys instead of like the weird look kind of like little chiclets that yeah. used to just kind of be across the top, which I like were bad. But, you know, it's just neat to have like a full, Rip, full touch keyboard. bar. I I don't really care about the full height. I've never really had an issue with it on this uh, MacBook Air, but um if anything, I feel like it kind of is nice to differentiate it from the rest of the keys, but I, I don't, I'm not mad either way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like I, to, to me, like the touch bar is something that I pretty much never, ever used. Like I nope. never remember <laughs> to use it or anything nope. like that. None of the programs that I use on the regular have it in any kind of like compelling yeah. way. Like I think when I first got it, like I fiddled around to like the emoji picker yeah. on that, but right. it's like a, Honestly, like if you're on like iMessage or something, it's like an, scrolling through that on your touch bar is just an inferior way it's to do more it versus work. like yeah. hitting the little like smiley icon and, and messages yeah. and just, you know. I feel like it. there was something there. It was just was never properly realized. And then maybe it was just too ahead of its time. And someday, 10 years from now, every laptop will have like touchscreen keyboards or something. And that's what we're used to or whatever. Yeah, but maybe. I never found the touch bar useful at all. I found it more annoying than anything because you couldn't do things by feel. And um, just never found a good use case for it, though. Yeah. But I know some people have, and some people were bummed to see it go. So. What really bugged me about it was that um, it took a bit of adjustment when it first came out to me because, like, the I guess, like, the way that, like, my typing posture was or whatever. Like, I was yeah. constantly, like, hitting, like, random shit to close, like, browser tabs. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, you know, with no tactile feedback, it's real easy to just, like, randomly hit um something like well, you always have like, those those really long lee press on nails on and i feel oh, like yeah, that well, screws up your typing it does a little bit but yeah worth it though yeah i think it look cool so whatever um <laughs> but yeah so that that's neat um you know welcome you know what's interesting that i didn't i didn't realize before is that um you can still order the touch bar macbooks with an m1 in them the 13 inch size oh, really um yeah if you go to like mac macbook or whatever on the store it's like what do you want do you want these new ones or do you want mm. the old 13 inch that has the touch bar but they put an m1 in it which i think is kind of interesting so i mean if you really were die hard about the touch bar then um you can still get that and get the benefit of having an m1 in it which i think that's kind of cool that they at least offer it yeah i don't expect that to last very long but yeah, I don't know. It, 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 but you can it just, do like, it. Never had a killer use case for anyone, I don't think. Like even, I mean, like even maybe like scrubbing through video. But again, I don't know why you'd like take your hand off your mouse or whatever, or the trackpad even. Yeah. Like go up to the touch bar and. You know, the trackpad is far more useful for stuff like that, I think, because your fingers are already there. So I don't know. But I'm also a trackpad ninja. Um, yeah. Anywho, yeah, the new MacBooks. Excited. We're both getting one. I think our our. I was November 5th, the 12th or something like that. Yeah, I think you were in the same slot. Yeah, so 5th through the 10th, weirdly enough, but. Oh, really? Um, probably not 
for next week's show, but maybe the week after we'll have had ours and can talk more about it. Yeah. So pretty cool, pretty exciting. And um, I guess we should maybe wrap things up since you got your hard stopping point in 10 minutes anyway. Sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I don't really have, I had a few mobile gaming stories to talk about, but um, nothing earth shattering. And we could probably push some of this discussion to next week anyway. So yeah. I will end this by saying thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. And as always, Touch Arcade is primarily supported through our listeners and our readers and our viewers. So if you like what we do and want to see us continue doing it, please check out patreon.com forward slash Touch Arcade. Consider throwing a little support our way. Also, you can help us out by visiting toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon before you buy anything on Amazon. And... uh I haven't mentioned this in a while, but shoot us an email, podcast at touchercade.com, because um, we're feeling lonely. Haven't heard from anybody in a while. So let us know your thoughts on the new MacBooks or any of the new Apple announcements or uh, your general thoughts on anything at any time, anywhere. Let us know what you think. Oh, another With thing all that, that I like about I, I don't know if this is new or not, but they um, what? when I checked out, they offered me um, the AppleCare Plus at $100 a year instead of like the big upfront cost. Oh really? That, I don't, was that. Don't they, think that I was offered that. Well, you you can add it up to ninety days after you get your computer. Which well, no, I'm 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 pretty sure it was like you can add Apple Care for two eighty. I think mm-hmm. it was yeah, or something like, like that. I don't think I had a. That did you have to like, click through to see an option for a, a yearly subscription or whatever? Yeah, I'm sure when you boot it up for the first time, they'll try to upsell you. It'll ask you stuff, yeah. but but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool because like like it's always like. Apple getting AppleCare is definitely a good idea, like particularly with the AppleCare Plus that like covers, you know, like two accidents and stuff like that. Um, but mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. always like such a kick in the junk when it's like, oh my God, this computer's so expensive. And now you want me to give you another three hundred dollars for a warranty on it. Right. Yeah, you know? I know. It's always hard. I do I do appreciate that they give you whatever it is, three months or something like that yeah. to still Whereas a hundred bucks a year, still... like sure, I'll do that all day long. Like that right. seems cool. Yeah. I don't know. I'll look into that because I did not buy a warranty and I haven't bought Apple Care on something in um, years and years and years. Yeah, and right, because the, I, I hate like the big upfront costs, but like these. Me too. Um, the iPhone does a similar thing. It's like 10 bucks a month or whatever, which covers like theft and stuff yeah. too. So. Right, right, right. That right. seems cool to me. Okay. But, so for real now, ending the show, thanks for listening. We'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya.